Hey guys, it's your host Javi here coming to you with episode number three of the Risk Takers Podcast. Before we get this podcast started, just want to give a shout out to all the fans around the world that's been listening, whether you're in the U.S., overseas, wherever you're listening to from, we appreciate all your love and support. Doesn't go unnoticed here at the Risk Takers Podcast. Today we will be touching on a few topics. I'll talk about NBA Finals Game 3, what happened to Miami, what did Denver adjust to, and a few more things here going on around the league at the CB3 situation over there at the uh, Phoenix Suns. Um, Starter first, we're going to go here with the Miami and Denver's Finals Game 3. As for everyone listening and for everyone that's been listening to the first two episodes, a lot of you guys know that me myself, I'm a Miami Heat fan, so I'm actually, obviously I'm you know rooting for Miami. Um, don't know what happened yesterday. Didn't see anything out of kind of pretty much anybody but Bam Adebayo, Jimmy. I guess I don't know what I don't know what's a solid game to Jimmy Butler anymore. Obviously, he's dealing with something. I'm come. I'm pretty much like I, I. I don't know. I don't know what to say, guys. I'm convinced that something's going on with Jimmy Butler. Whether if it's something, one of his, if it's an injury, if it's the rumors going around that something's going on with his father. Hopefully, his father's okay. I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going on with Jimmy Butler, but. He just hasn't been the same player he was in the beginning of the playoffs. I'm not going to touch too much on the Jimmy Butler topic. I'm just pretty much tired of talking about Jimmy Butler and how he can get back to his ways the way he started off in the playoffs. Done talking about that already. I'm tired of it. I don't know what he has to do to pretty much come out there and play the way he was playing in the beginning of the playoffs. That's it. I give up on Jimmy Butler. It's time to talk about a new guy here that goes by the name of Ben Matabayo. A lot of people wanted to see him show up in all the other series. They were bashing him. Like myself, you know, I don't like to be uh, arrogant or anything, but, yeah, I was one of those people that um, was bashing Ben Matabayo in the beginning of the playoffs. And he is pretty much the best player on the Miami Heat squad right now. He's playing phenomenal. Doing a great job against Jokic. Like I said on the other episode, guys, Jokic is going to always get his points. He's going to drop 40, 30, whatever. You know, Jokic is Jokic. He's going to get his. Doesn't matter. But we cannot take away from what Ban pretty much has been doing in the finals. A lot of people wanted, like, my. when I say a lot of people, I mean myself too, wanted to see Bam Adebayo pretty much play like an elite center. He's playing like an elite center right now, but he has no help whatsoever, guys. No help. Jimmy Butler's not helping him. Caleb Marlin's not helping him. No one, guys. No one is helping Bam Adebayo right now in the NBA Finals. I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about this team anymore. Last night, the Denver Nuggets killed us with a pick and roll. Uh, We found a way to pretty much match up against them in game two. Uh, We took care of the Aaron Gordon situation by putting, you know, Kevin Love in the starting five. So 
we took care of that situation. Now we have another situation where the Denver Nuggets, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it's just, I don't know if it's that Miami's not adjusting to what they're doing or is that the Denver Nuggets are just that good. I don't know. But I'm trying to I'm trying to convince myself that it's Eric Spolstra. Pretty much that he's not adjust he's just not adjusting. I mean, I don't know, guys. He solved the it's like I said he solved the Aaron Gordon problem. Starting Kevin Love, putting him in the starting five that worked out great. Now we have another problem, guys, with Jokic and Jamal Murray last night running the pick and roll. We just can't. Jimmy Butler, I mean, I don't know if a lot of, a lot of you guys seen the game. Jimmy Butler wasn't even making an effort to pretty much, like, run around the screen. He wasn't doing anything. I'm convinced at this point he's hurt something. Something has to be going on with Jimmy Butler. I don't know if he's inside his head too much. Something. Like I said, I'm done talking about Jimmy Butler. Whenever he decides to play good, he, I guess he – can do whatever he want. I, I I don't care, but I hope it's soon because we need him. We had home court, uh, home court secured. We lost home court last night. Denver is actually getting now more games in Denver, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. But I know that that not Jimmy Butler. Sorry, Bam Adebayo has been playing phenomenal. He's been doing his thing on both sides of the floor, offense and defense. A lot of you guys might say, oh, well, no, yeah, he's guarding Jokic, and Jokic is getting a triple-double. Uh, well, no, guys. Half of the time now, Bam Adebayo is guarding someone else because he's getting pick and rolled. I mean, he's getting picked, getting picked on. You know, Jamal Murray and pretty much Jokic run that pick and roll. Every time they run the pick and roll, Jimmy Butler's getting picked off of Jamal Murray. So Bam Adebayo has to pretty much pick up Jamal Murray. So now Bam Adebayo is guarding Jamal Murray. That's that. Uh, Caleb Martin yesterday had, uh, I believe, was eight points. Not sure. Not going to pull up anyone's stats here. Um, kind of very, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little pissed off at the Miami Heat right now. He had like eight points yesterday. Finally had a huh, not not too crazy of a game, but he had eight points. Had eight points. Um, was uh, eh, did, did these refs in, in, in yesterday's game were? I don't know. I don't like. The, I'm not a person. I don't like to make excuses, but these calls in, in these final. Like, I mean, not even in just just the finals. These calls in the playoffs, like, they are soft calls, soft calls. Don't want to take anything away from Jokic. He had a triple-double yesterday, had a phenomenal game. Him and Jamal Murray, they tore a new one in the Miami Heat. Like I said, he had a triple-double, but some of these calls that he he's, like, he's getting is are – they're insane. I mean – you could barely touch the guy. The guy throws anything up. You you just so happen to pass by Jokic without laying a hand on him. The refs are going to call a foul on you. I don't know if, if if it was because Tony Brothers was refing the game yesterday, but it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
I was reading some stuff on Twitter yesterday where some Miami Heat fans were saying, well, I think Batman's going to have to start flopping to get the same calls that Jokic is getting. The fact that it has to come down to that, it's ridiculous. Because at that point, they're just pretty much singling out like, oh, okay, we're going to call all the calls for Jokic because it's Jokic. No. You have to play, you have to, you know, play a fair game, guys. I mean, we're not going to favor a player because he's one of the best players in the NBA. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, I, it's like I said, I'm not a person. I don't like to make excuses. But the refs, yesterday's game, I honestly, I had no no problem with the refs in, in uh, games one and two. But yesterday was a, a horrible ref game, a horrible not because I'm a Miami Heat fan, but the way the refs, refs the game yesterday for the Denver Nuggets was absurd. I mean, you had a ball inbound to Jokic. In front of Jokic was Gabe Vincent. They inbound the ball. Gabe Vincent went up for the ball. They called Gabe Vincent for holding Jokic, uh, holding his leg or something, and they called a foul on that. The guy's like damn near six, uh, I mean, seven feet. Gavinson is six, two. Come on, man. You have to let these players play. No? Um, another thing that took, you know, that, that, that kind of took away uh, the game from Miami yesterday, which was Gavinson getting in foul trouble early in the game. I think that kind of sw- uh, swing mo- uh, Miami's momentum a little bit. It kind of put them like down. Just because they didn't have Gabe Vincent early, he was in foul trouble. He had like three fouls in the second quarter. Every time he would come in the game, I feel like Tony Brothers or these other refs were just like picking on him. You know, like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And Eric Spoelstra, I don't know if you, I don't know if you go on Twitter or if you have any social media accounts. Please stop playing Cody Zeller. Every time this guy's on the floor, he's either turning the ball over. I don't know. He is, is, is almost like if he's like, I don't know, like a brainless player out there. You know, I don't want to bash Cody Zeller that much, but, dude, you have to step your game up, man, like, and pay attention. Every time someone's giving you the ball, it's like you're lost. I don't know if you have the face mask you have, like, that you're wearing is too tight or uh, something, something. I don't know. Do something. Every time someone's passing you the ball, you let it go out of bounds. You try to go for a rebound. It's like you have butterfingers in your hand. It's ridiculous. No, you're you're a professional basketball player. You're getting paid millions of dollars to go out there and perform for the fans. And you're not performing. So, you know, the yesterday's game, horrible game for the Miami Heat. Like I said, I don't know if it's the Miami Heat not adjusting or ever exposure not adjusting or if it's the Denver Nuggets that they're just that good. Don't want to be a biased fan here. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets and uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic. Had a phenomenal. Both had triple doubles, which is crazy to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how two players can have a triple double, but shout out to the Denver Nuggets, man. They played. They balled out besides the referees and all that kind of stuff yesterday. They balled out. Don't want to take anything away from those guys. Um just to touch, probably like one or two topics on their side. Michael Porter had a horrible game yesterday. I can't believe I had him on the parlay for like 10-plus points. I thought yesterday would have been the game where he would have came out and balled out. Complete failure. 
Never taking Michael Porter again on any of my par- uh, parlays. Sorry, Michael Porter. Um, besides that, like I said, uh, Joe, I mean, yesterday, it was, it's nothing really more to talk about from the Denver Nuggets yesterday. Uh, Jokic and Jamal Murray, take o- they took over the game. Dude, they combined for like 66 points. To, in between uh, the, uh, both of them, they had like combined 20 assists. Uh, Jamal Murray had like 10 rebounds. Uh, Jokic had uh, probably like 14, 15. I, I don't know what he had. I think he had like 20 rebounds. I don't know. Not sure. But they both had a triple-double. Phenomenal numbers. Shout-out to those guys. Don't know what to do. I mean, don't know what to say for the Miami Heat. They have to adjust. Ever Sposa has to go pretty much and look at these tapes, man, and just see now how he can adjust. Now you fix one problem with Aaron Gordon. Now you have to fix another with this pick and roll situation. Don't know how you're going to do it, how we're going to get it done. Just, I, I mean, I know you guys play. They play the zone, but even that's not working. Every time they play zone, they're playing Jokic like if Jokic is uh, one of the worst players in the league. Jokic is always open in the right in the middle of the paint, wide open. They pass in the ball. He throws anything up, it goes in. Guys, we have to get a body on. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a guy here that they're, com- they're, they're saying that might be the greatest center, which is crazy to me. But we have to get a body on Jokic. This is just not any random center in the league. It's one of the best centers in the league. Can't just leave him open in the paint, guys. It's not going to work that way. But anyway, Miami Heat, I hope you guys make adjustments. I was supposed to go watch some film. Maybe if you watch some film, maybe we'll have a great game uh, tomorrow. Maybe we might be able to uh, pretty much pull one out in the 305. Can't let uh, Denver take two games at home. They take the other game tomorrow. And let's just be honest here, guys. The series over. They go back to mile high. It's done if they win tomorrow. Again, hopefully Jimmy Butler steps up. Bam, keep doing what you're doing. That's that. Moving forward to the CP3 situation. So if um, whoever follows basketball or, you know, the Phoenix Suns or anything. Uh, the Phoenix Suns actually weighed uh, Chris Paul. He's no longer with the team. He did um, pretty much. I seen that he wanted to. He had like a uh, desire to stay or reunite with. That was one of his options, reuniting with like uh, the Phoenix Suns because he wants to play, keep playing with KD and uh, Devin Booker. Don't know. Don't know what the Suns are going to do. Phenomenal team over there, too, with DeAndre Eden, KD, Devin Booker, CP3. They just can't seem to get it going when they get in the playoffs. Don't know what happened with those guys. They have a lot of veterans. Uh, I think DeAndre Eaton is uh, hes a decent center. Don't want to say he's great, but he, you know, he can get the job done when he's going. Uh, now that CP3 is gone, if they don't resign him, I don't know who's going to be their uh, point guard. But CP3 going to the Lakers. I heard that rumor. That might actually be good for LeBron James. That's one of LeBron James' best friends, in case you guys didn't know. 
Stepanana Boku, LeBron, Carmelo, D-Wade, and CP3. They're all best friends. With LeBron, I mean, I don't know if the, the Lakers would try to go after CP3. I remember back in, I forget what year was that, the Lakers were pursuing CP3 when he was a little younger, and he was like in his prime days, and I remember the NBA blocked that trade. It's almost like they, if they were scared to uh, pretty much partner up CP3 with, I think Kobe was still alive, RP, to, um, one of the goats of Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. But uh, I remember that that one of those years, the NBA, I forget what year, again, guys, I forget what year it was. They tried to pair up Kobe Bryant with CP3 and NBA blocked that trade. I think it was because the Hornets were owned by, like, the NBA or something like that. Not not sure. But that would have been crazy because I think at that time they had uh, Dwight Howard, I believe. They had got Dwight Howard, Paul Gasol, Kobe. And if imagine you would have paired CP3. CP3 was still balling. He was one of the best, one of the best point guards in the NBA. That you know those years. Well, I, again, I forget what year it was, but yeah, he was one of the best point guards in the NBA that year. So you playing Kobe with CP3, that would have been insane. NBA blocked the trade though. I think that was kind of funny. I just didn't think that. I mean, I, I, I don't think the 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 league wanted that, which is unfair. Unfair to to the Los Angeles Lakers, but if that would have happened, that would have been insane. But yeah, going back to the Phoenix situation, don't know what the Phoenix Suns are gonna do, or maybe I don't know they'll go out and draft somebody. Don't know, pick up somebody in free agency, and there's gonna be a pretty pretty uh, interesting free agency this year, guys. I have a lot of stuff going on. The James Harden situation over there in the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. The CP3 situation now boiling up in Phoenix, and and a lot of other stuff. Uh, you have um, Jalen Brown. Don't know if he's going back to the Celtics. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on in the NBA free agency world right now. But that starts in about a few weeks. Obviously, we'll cover that here at the First Takers Podcast. So we're just gonna see. We're just gonna see, guys, what's gonna happen. Like um. Later on, well in, the, well, in the coming weeks, we're going to see what's going on. So, moving on to the NFL, guys. Touch on a few topics here on the NFL as well. The DeAndre Hopkins situation, his free agency situation. Um, and uh, Dalvin Cook getting waived by the Minnesota Vikings. The Denver Broncos, I believe they picked up Frank Clark from the Kansas City Chiefs. So, they're over there kind of like, not rebuilding, but... They're putting a um, pretty much a great team together over there for Russell Wilson. Shout out Russell Wilson. Shout out Denver Broncos. Hopefully they have a great uh, season coming up this year. You know, Russell Wilson, I like him as a player, as a person, the way he carries himself. Shout out to the Denver Broncos. But um, talking about uh, get, going back to the DeAndre Hopkins situation, the Titans were supposed to host him on a free agent visit. I don't know if it's tomorrow or sometime next week. Don't know when, but he's supposed to go to the to the Titans uh, on a free agent visit coming up, which is interesting. I remember it was um, pretty much rumors that he was going to the Eagles. For those of you that are listening, yes, I am an Eagles fan. So now you know that in basketball, I'm a Miami Heat fan. 
And in football, I'm an Eagles fan. So just putting that out there. Some of you might question, oh, well, how are you an Eagles fan? But you support the Miami Heat. Yeah, I live in my East Coast guy. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. But, hey, that's how we all are. I know some people that are, like, New York Giant fans and support the Los Angeles Lakers. It's okay. <laughs> but going back to the DeAndre Hopkins situation, so, yeah, I seen that he was trying um, pretty much going, you're going to visit the Tennessee Titans. Haven't heard anything much other than the Tennessee Titans, which would, would I mean, would be a good fit for the Titans and Ryan Tannehill. Not too much, not too big of a fan of Ryan Tannehill. But pretty sure that, that that'll open up their offense if they could, you know, sign DeAndre Hopkins. Don't don't really think, I don't know, don't really think that um he'll sign with the Tennessee Titans, but it's a good try for them. Never know. Um, but, again, it was uh, rumors kind of boiling up that he wanted, you know, to play with, like, Jalen Hurts, so they blew it up to the media talking about some, oh, yeah, he, want, he might go to the Eagles. Uh, fact is, we don't need him. Sorry, DeAndre, not to take anything away from you. One of the best wide receivers to ever play the game, but we have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. We have a one, one uh, what is it, what they call that, the one, one-two punch duo. It's one of the best wide receiving cores in the league right now. If he wanted to come to the Eagles or if he does want to come to the Eagles, he could fit in a slot receiver, he'll be phenomenal. DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, would be the best wide receiving core in the league. But, again, we don't need him. We don't need him. Moving on to the Diamond Cook situation. Was waived by the Minnesota uh, Vikings. There hasn't been much speculation on who he wants to go. Well, you know what? There has been speculation who he wants to go to. And um pretty sure. I, well, I don't know if he wants to go there. The, but I heard uh, the Miami Dolphins were trying to pursue him. There were reports about the Cowboys or something. There's always reports about the Cowboys. Cowboys, every time someone's released or something, the, cow, the Cowboys. It's always. For those of you again that, that I'm a, I'm an Eagles fan, so I hate the Cowboys. Making Just making that clear. Every time someone's a, a free agent, a top free agent or something, Oh, yeah, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are after him. Guys, come on. Every time there's a there's something going on with the Cowboys, yeah, the Cowboys, just do, they, they don't do anything. So every time there's a top free agent, they don't, I don't even think they, they even have the money to sign Dalvin Cook. So Cowboy fans, just get that out of your head. So, yeah, there's been um, speculations that the Dolphins are going after him. The Jets, don't know, don't know which team Dalvin uh, Cook will will play for, but he'll fit right in any offense. The guy's a great running back, been one of the top running backs in the league for probably like more than two years now. We all, for the people that watch football, you know what kind of running back Dalvin Cook is. Great running back, I think he'll fit fine in any offense. Other than that, guys. Don't have really much uh, more to talk about. Not too much sports on right now besides baseball. It's the only sport right now that's pretty much on TV. I know they're they're in the Stanley Cup Finals, the NBA Finals, but those games are like every other day, so not really much to cover right now. Stay tuned. My uh, partner will be here soon. 
the podcast is just we're we're gonna turn once he comes on here, man. This is gonna be a completely different podcast. Uh, shout out to my cousin. Just happy for him, pretty much, to to come on here and have a chat with you guys and his knowledge in the sports betting world. The guy's a legend in sports betting. Can't wait for you guys to meet him. Very thrilled for you guys to meet him. And yeah, guys. Um, again, just want to give a shout out to everybody that's been listening to the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, coming on this journey with me as we grow as a community. For anybody that wants to follow our social media, we're at uh, we're pretty much on Instagram and on Twitter. On Instagram, we're at Risk Takers. Let me spell that out for you guys. So we're at Risk Takers. Is R I S K dot T A K E R S S. That's the Instagram guys at Risk dot Takers. Takers is T A K E R S S. We're also on. We're also on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at a minute here. We're at risk takers. Pretty much spelled the same way. The only thing that it doesn't have a a, a dot in it is at risk takers. R I S K T A K K E R S. Guys, that is our Twitter at risk takers. Again, R I S K T A K K E R S. Anybody that wants to follow our social media, that's the only two. Social media accounts that we have running right now, we're actually going to make a TikTok pretty soon, so just uh, stay in tune for that. But again, guys, thank you for always listening to the podcast. Let's keep going together, guys. Keep tuning in. We have some very, very dope content coming soon. Again, guys, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.